Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from the Relationship Advice subreddit from a throwaway account and says, My 25 male, fiancé's 24 female, best friend sent me proof of her cheating at her bachelorette party. First of all, sorry for the mistake in writing. I'm in a state between exhaustion and being completely drunk. So yeah, pretty common story. Met her five years ago at uni, fell deeply in love and thought she was the love of my life. Five years of relationship, she decided to fucking crush me. I want to break my skull right now. We were not a perfect couple, but damn, we were close. A family liked me, and while I don't really have one, I felt so welcomed in theirs. We had projects. The first one was me buying this big, now garbage of a house near the sea. Building a family of our own, on my own. I proposed to her earlier this year, and I couldn't think of a better night than this one. Why the fuck she had to throw everything away like that? Yesterday morning, I woke up with a big headache from my little party with the boys, and what a surprise when I saw my fiancé's best friend sent me not one, but five fucking videos. How naive I was thinking, oh cool, they had fun. Must be some sort of embarrassing moments, lol. To summarize the five videos, her kissing at least three other guys, making out really passionately with one. I mean really passionately licking champagne on his body and finally her being lifted up into a room and a lot of noises from behind the door. My friends are still with me, as dumbfounded as I am. I guess she slept most of yesterday because I had the first text last night and a shit ton of them plus calls this morning. I only asked her yesterday to tell me the truth and she played like nothing happened. I just can't swear to God it's crushing my mind. She's just begging on a text for me to pick her up, saying it's not what I think how cliche, right? Even her best friend is trying and told me we need to talk. I picked up just once, told her I know about the guy, and bam, silence. Then sobbing and crying, telling me to meet to talk and explain because it's not what it looks like, before I hung up and turned off my phone. Even asking me who the bitch was that sent me the vids. Guys, I really thought I could have my own family. It was hard growing in Foster. I guess I only have my bros and my job left. I guess I need some outside advice. Maybe it really wasn't what it looked like, but how to believe that BS? Edit, a friend's typing. OP is kind of a mess right now, but all your comments are really cheering him up a little. But keep answering until he feels like sleeping. Thanks everyone again. Didn't expect this to blow up that fast. And that's gotta really suck to see that, to be sent those videos and see your fiance doing those things. And for me, there'd be no way coming back from that, you know, licking champagne off his body and being lifted into a room and hearing the noise behind the door. You see in the passionate kisses. I've heard of people like cheating at bachelorette parties and stag parties and stuff before. And I think what goes through your mind to do that? 
I know cheating is never good, but to do it so openly in front of everyone like that and expect it not to get back to your fiance is bizarre to me. It simply would be the end of the relationship for me. There's no coming back from that. What OP decides to do well is going to be up to him. I think it's pretty much over, I think. Whether he does want to talk to get some kind of closure of what was going through her mind or something like that, but I can't see any forgiveness at this in the end. But we'll cover some comments and then we'll move on to the update. So Angradillo says, that sucks, man. At least you found out before the vows and the ceremony. Take it as a win. You dodged the mother of all bullets. A person who acts this way, regardless of male or female or otherwise, isn't someone you want to marry. Never will understand a sexual bachelors or bachelorettes. Fucking stupid idea. Anything but Olive says woman here. There was absolutely no way she can spin what you saw with your own eyes on video, as it's not what it looks like. It is what it looks like. And her best friend, seriously, bless her. She saved you from marrying a cheater and a liar. Callaway says, cancel the wedding immediately. Block her. You deserve so much better than this. I'm so very sorry this happened to you. You'll be better off without her. She cheated, lied, and denied. Complex Pirate says, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. You can have your own family, just not yet, and not with her. You have good friends who stay with you. That is also kind of a family. You are not alone. Get sober, tell everyone the wedding is off. Divide your stuff, decide who gets what and that's that. Take your time, grieve, and then get out of there again. It hurts, but your life is not over. All the best. Groovin and Movin says, even if it was bachelorette party fun, that's trashy as hell and definitely still cheating. I will never understand society and why they throw these rages with strippers as a send-off to marriage. Last night of freedom. Uh, no, because any other day of the year that is considered cheating point blank. Take it as a blessing that you found out now and not after the wedding. Don't let a gaslight you and manipulate you into thinking it was something innocent. That's messed up, dude, and I'm sorry. Opie responds saying, friend typing here. Thanks for the comment. Opie said thanks. We think that it wasn't a stripper, but most likely the brother of one of her friends. That's what Opie thought at first. Then Opie comes back in with the update and says, the wake up was hard, but I want to first thank all the kind messages and advice I got. For the people who insulted my fiance, please don't do that even though I understand how you feel. For now, I just need to get back home. So I text her that she had until this afternoon to pack some stuff and leave to her parents' place. And of course, not with the car I bought for her. She called me and begged me for a chance to explain. So there was crying, a guilt trip that I'm not believing her over someone I don't really know. Telling me nothing happened in the room and that the kissing was all she did. At this point, I was at my breaking point, but I held tears and I asked her to tell me all the truth or I'd disappear from her life. So more crying until she confessed that all she did was oral sex on her and on him. Detailed, but nothing more happened because she stopped. She swore that's all she did, but how can I be sure? I never saw her that panicked over something. She even proposed something like a free pass for me to cheat on her on anyone I'd like. What the fuck? I can't even describe how sick and disgusted I felt while hearing all this. I hung up because, well, what is there more to say? Through all the messages and calls from her friends and family, it was mostly messages telling me to pick up and talk with fiance. Like a lot advised, I told a friend of mine to download the vids on his stuff, phone and computer because I can't stand to have this on mine. I also picked up when her BF called me and basically she explained that another girl invited her brother who is a stripper and his friends. That's why I already saw his face somewhere. 
She then took a solid 20 minutes telling me she betrayed fiance because how much she didn't deserve me. How I was too good, handsome, attractive and wealthy for her. I asked her if fiance ever did something like that before but she told me no. I asked her if drugs could have been used and she told me no too because she was still going after the cheating. She then offered to come to my place in order to support me but I kindly declined. I need to be alone right now. Wedding has been cancelled but I didn't tell the reason to the parents yet and I turned off my phone all week. I took a break from work and my days right now mostly consist of going to bars and get so drunk I pass out. At least we had good laughs with the boys. Even if I can hardly remember the last parts. Thanks again. Never thought this would blow up that fast. I'm kind of a very introverted person. I met my current friends, only have four but can't thank them enough, through my fiance. She was the popular type in uni while all I did was studying and playing basketball. She was my first relationship, my first time, my first everything. Throwing up five years just like that, she keeps on texting me to meet and talk about this like adults. Sending me what she ate like nothing happened and then trying to talk about our dreams together. That's so fucked up. But fortunately, there is a nice old and expensive bottle of whiskey waiting for me. Edit. Also for all the people telling me to get with her best friend is not my priority right now. Beyonce contacted me again and offered me to monitor all her accounts. Not drinking or going out without me. I'm not a fucking jail guard. Will be my last update on this. I won't post any more and mostly delete this account later. And we've seen that often in cheating stories once they've been caught. You know, you can have my phone, you can have all my passwords, you can monitor my accounts, all this kind of stuff. You can have a free pass. Like that's going to somehow create a healthy relationship. And I just never get that kind of sort of mentality. And we did see some, a bit of trickle truthing within there as well. So who knows what else happened, you know? It just started, it was only kissing, it was only kissing, then it turned to oral. What comes after that? You know, full on sex most likely, but I don't know that of course. But now I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. And our next story came from the Am I the A-hole subreddit from Simply Too Unlucky, who says, Am I the A-hole for making my teen, 16 male and 14 female, share a bedroom? Throwaway account. My husband unexpectedly passed away a few months ago. I became a single mother to three kids, age 16 male, 14 female and 2 female. Due to the significant decrease in income, I was no longer able to continue renting where we were, and all I can afford is a one-bedroom apartment. Currently, I'm sleeping in the living room with my youngest two female. I gave the bedroom to my 16 male and 14 female and asked them to share in the meanwhile. I tried adding a privacy screen in the middle so they feel like they can have their own space, but they are telling me that this isn't acceptable. Each of my kids used to have their own rooms, so this is a massive change for them. I have been looking for a better paying job for months and so far have had no luck. I can't get a second job because I can't afford to pay someone to care for my daughter, two female, outside of daycare hours. Neither of my kids, 16 male and 14 female, are willing to help and they say that my youngest is not their responsibility. I know this situation isn't ideal, but I don't know what else I can do. For the past month, I've not been eating anything for two days a week and just telling my kids I'm trying out the fasting trend for weight loss purposes. But the truth is, I can't afford to feed us all. I've been using the food bank. Prior to this, I had never had to use food bank services before, and I'm so thankful that it exists. 
and both thankful and deeply ashamed at the same time. Would I be the a-hole for telling my teens that they must share the bedroom? Would it be better if I suggested my son sleep in the living room with me and have both my female kids share the bedroom instead? I do not live in the US, but it is not common for teenagers of the opposite sex to share a bedroom. That is something I do absolutely recognize. Edit. Gosh, I really wasn't expecting so many responses when I checked back. Thank you, everyone. All this time, I did feel it would be unfair to put adult problems on my kids. However, I will be giving them a surface-level talk about our finances. I'll also be bringing them with me to the food bank. Hopefully, there'll be more understanding. Edit 2. The bedroom is larger than the living room. I'm able to fit two single beds into the bedroom and the kids have space to store their clothes while having the room divider in the middle. The living room is smaller. I currently have my youngest and my own clothes stored away in the hallway due to lack of space. It is right next to the washroom and kitchen, so there is a lot of foot traffic. The living room also doubles as dining space because there is no... Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Dining room. And from looking at those edits, I think I can pretty much tell where the comments are going to go. And if it's what I'm thinking, I would agree that, you know, your children need to know the situation that you're all in right now. Sitting down as a family and really spelling out this is what's going on right now, I think is, is, can only be the best way forward. And I really hope from that conversation they would understand where you are coming from here. That you're doing your best in an incredibly difficult time. Whilst also probably dealing with a lot of grief. The children too, of course. And it made me so sad. Like, you're feeling ashamed of your situation. Please, I, I, whether you hear this or not, please never feel, never feel ashamed to reach out to use a food bank. That's what they're there for. They're there to help you when you need it. But in the comments, fortune telling boob says, not the a-hole. Explain to the kids what is happening and that you're trying to fix the situation. Take them to the food bank with you. They need to know that you're doing your best during a difficult time. You don't need to hide this from them. Redhead says, no one's an a-hole here. Your teens are old enough to know your financial situation. If they really want their own rooms, they're going to need to help either by babysitting so you can get a second job or by getting jobs themselves. It would be probably better if you and your daughter shared the bedroom while your son sleeps in the living room. Whatever is stupid replies to that and says this is important. I would sit down and talk with them about how the financial situation has changed and how some sacrifices must be made to still have a place to call home. I shared with my brother until I moved out at 20. I helped my mother with my three younger siblings. I could, but I kept having issues in school due to the stress. 
If possible, maybe talk to your son about getting a part-time job to help with expenses and allowing him more freedoms to go with the added responsibility. I hope you can push through these hard times. No one's an a-hole here. My condolences. Riversong says, no one's an a-hole here, and I'm sorry for your loss, but your teenagers are old enough to be told how dire your situation is right now. You're starving yourself, and they're not willing to help out with babysitting so you can get a job that would pay for a bigger place with separate bedrooms for them. They need to know. They also need to know that while the whole situation sucks, they have a way of making a better life for all of you possible. It's two of them. They could share the responsibility while you go and earn the extra money you all need. And one more comment from Ever Elizabeth who says, not the a-hole. Your kids are going to have to understand that the situation is not ideal for any of you and you are all trying to adjust. Teens don't have all of the insight of an adult, but your kids are old enough to understand what's going on. You may have to be completely honest with them about how poor the situation really is, not being able to feed everyone. If they truly want to help change things, they can offer to babysit while you get another job or even try working a few hours. But for now, they will have to accept that this is how life is and that you are doing everything you can just to provide for their basic needs. Opie then kindly updates the post the next day and says, I had a chat with my kids after work. I still don't want to put an adult problem onto my kids, so I only gave them a brief overview of the dire financial issues we're having after my husband slash their father passed away. Us downsizing to a one-bedroom apartment was not by choice. I told them the truth about how I couldn't afford to feed us all and why I didn't eat two days of the week. I was afraid how they would take the news, but it had gone better than I expected. My kids will be coming with me to the food bank for the next trip to help out. In terms of the rooming situation, both my older kids agreed that they did not want to share a room with my youngest two female because she frequently wakes up at night and also has accidents. They also don't want to share with me because I get up much earlier than them to work and it would disrupt their sleep. They would rather share the room with each other while I continue to sleep in the living room with my youngest. My 16 male and 14 female have told me that their friends were saying no kid should ever have to watch their sibling because they didn't create them. They've been told by their friends that is parentification to be asked to babysit for even an hour and it is never okay in any circumstance. That was why they kept calling me an arsehole when I asked if they could help with childcare so I could get a second job. Now they know how bad the situation is. My son said he wants to find a part-time job to help contribute. My daughter apologized and said it wasn't that she hated me or her sister. Both my son and daughter said they are willing to help take care of the younger so I can get a second job. Hopefully I can find something soon and be able to move to a larger place. And the part in the update where it said the friends were, t- were telling them that it's parentification to be asked to babysit for even an hour and it's never okay in any circumstance. I, I was kind of like, oh my word. Don't get me wrong, parentification absolutely exists and we've seen it in many stories that we've read assisting your family in an awful situation like this i've done it when my mum needed to look after my niece but my mum still needed to go to work so i went with to work with her and looked after my niece and just messed around in the field for an hour or so to look after him when i was younger and it was just out of love i know my family was trying their best they were given everything that they could provide for me but in the end i'm glad this family did have that talk that they are going to this food bank together and working together now by the sounds of it and i really do wish them the best moving forward now i'm going to turn the situation to you what do you guys make of this one let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story which comes from admirable cabinet 52 who says am i the a-hole for making an insurance claim against someone 
just trying to help me. I take my dogs for a run every afternoon to some fields about a 10 minute drive from my home. I load them up in the canopy in the back of my ute and pop the one window of the canopy into the open position so my dogs can look at things and get some fresh air. The gas struts of the window have failed, meaning the window no longer supports itself while open and drops down. So I wrap a strap around the inner strut to act as a support so the window doesn't drop down and close while going over bumps. I did the same thing that afternoon, but after getting home and dropping the dogs off, I needed to pop into the shops. Problem was, I forgot that I had the canopy window open while driving to the shops. On my way there, some bloke got out of his car at a set of traffic lights and runs over to my truck and attempts to close the canopy window down for me. But because I braced it so well, he had put extra force into it trying to close it. I watched this all unfold in the mirror. It happened extremely fast so I had no opportunity to tell him to stop. He put so much force into trying to close it for me that he completely shattered the window. The light went green and we pulled over on the side of the intersection. I got his details from him. He's 20 years old, driving an old four-wheel drive. Really nice kid. But am I the asshole for making an insurance claim to have the canopy replaced? It was an older canopy so they could not make repairs. I do feel bad that he was only trying to help out, but in the same breath, I was left with a problem I never created. Should I have copped it on the chin? I left the window open mistakenly. He was just trying to be a good Samaritan and was extremely apologetic about it. He actually went back and cleaned the glass off the road with a broom. He also cut his feet on the glass. Edit. Some people say I'm taking advantage of the situation, which is not true. I asked insurance to repair the old canopy. The manufacturer came back and said it can't be replaced because the model was no longer supported and had been superseded. So the whole canopy must be replaced under the insurance claim. Trashy Hamster says it was already broken and you are taking advantage of the situation to get it fixed. A young man's insurance costs are going up over the next seven years, thanks to you. You're the a-hole. Void says not the a-hole. He shouldn't have touched your vehicle. There was no expectation for him to do so and his actions caused the damage. Unfortunately for him, you shouldn't be stuck with a bill. Pumpkin Crest says... You're the a-hole. The vehicle is not in good repair. It was already broken. Held together with some straps and a prayer is not not broken. Kid was too eager and should have asked, but it's also unsafe to drive around with this canopy open. Katie Neal replies that and says, So, are you saying that if her vehicle is in poor repair and somebody T-bones her, she shouldn't make an insurance claim against the person who wrecked their car because her car wasn't worth it in the first place? We carry car insurance for these very purposes. When the car gets damaged, we make an insurance claim to get it fixed, whether it's an old or a new car, and whether or not it had pre-existing damage. If the vehicle is damaged worse by someone else's negligence, that's a perfect scenario for an insurance claim. OP is not the a-hole. Let's have one more comment here from East Variety who says, even if it ended poorly, what a nice kid. So I'm not sure where you're living or how your insurance works. In the US, you would file your claim with your insurance company and they would be responsible for covering the damage minus your deductible. The insurance company would then reach out to the kids' insurance to try and recover the damage costs. See update below. No one's an a-hole here. Update several responses indicate that the nice guy's auto insurance will likely cover this claim. So I corrected my post to avoid spreading misinformation. Also, a number of people criticized me for describing him as a nice kid. I took that cue from OP's description. It was a character judgment, but not intended to absolve him of responsibility. And I don't think I've seen such a 50-50... Am I the a-hole post in a long time? And these were all like top voted posts. It was not the a-hole. You're the a-hole. No one's an a-hole here. 
and just kept repeating on and on. So I'm going to be really interested in what you guys make of this one. I think for me on this, it was a not the a-hole. I get that this kid might have been a good kid and was trying to do a good deed. Although some other people were like, no, he's definitely not a good kid. He was touching someone else's stuff. I think he was genuinely trying to help out. I don't think he was doing it to be an arsehole, trying to shut your, <laughs> shut your canopy. But it was just a fluff up. And, you know, I think that should be paid for. I think if I was the one that done that and done the damage, I would take responsibility for that. It's as simple as that to me. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved today. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully we'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams. Oh yeah, you played me like a fool when you made me believe that the line between love wasn't thick enough to read. Oh yeah, you see we in despair, crime everywhere. You're selling false hope cause you just don't care. Nah, uh, you just don't care. Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care. Uh, you just don't. Still selling false hope cause you just don't care. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 